Hey, my name is Elliot. And my name is Lorena. And you're listening to Podcast. Thank you so much for tuning in to the very first episode. We are so excited to have you and excited to share with you our experiences, yes. the lessons we've learned along the way, and a few funny stories, like the time Lauren dipped out a, a date in the middle of it. Yeah, and he was fine, guys. <laughs> or the time Elia and I went out and had <laughs> and had to crawl through the cat door. Yeah, those are some of the funnier things that have happened in the last month. But we have a bunch of stories to tell and we can't wait to share them all with you. So sit back, relax and uh, have fun with us. We're excited to be here. We are cousins, we're family. Fam! And, uh, we have known each other, obviously, for a very long time. Ever since reason. we were little, we would, I was a little choreographer, um, and I would teach my cousins, um, one of them being Elliot, how to dance, and we put on little shows. Yeah, we it was were definitely so those cute. Kids. So we have a long running history of creativity together, and. Um, you know, over the years, we did have a season in our life that lasted kind of a bit uh, where we were far away and we really didn't talk. We didn't really know much about We lost each other's touch. Lives. Yeah. We completely lost touch yeah. of each other. So this in general, the fact that we're even creating again is kind of like a, a circle about in a really fun way that now that we're adults, we're doing this again. But um, we thought we'd share a little bit of how we kind of found each other again after what eight years or so literally almost eight years yeah yep. i think it's been a while and in that time how much our lives have changed so i was actually having some brunch with a friend and um he was in know, an outdoor patio yeah we were hanging out you know having a good time it was a nice Sunday, I believe, Sunday afternoon, and um, honestly, I, I have to be honest, I was a little hungover, so I was really needing that brunch, and uh, I was, you know, with my boys, hanging out, having some mimosas, and out of the corner of my eye, I see this girl with some dude, and I was like, I'm pretty sure that's my cousin, so I took a chance because I didn't it was care. So cute. And so cute. I, you know, got up out of my chair and I was like, Lauren. He legit popped out of his chair, y'all. I did. It was he, it was so cute. I was actually kind of nervous to be honest. I didn't oh, I didn't know if you were gonna respond positively. Is that of weird? Of course. No, like we're family. I mean, yo. it's just when people are like far away for a long time, you just feel you like You don't know how they Yeah, you don't know how much is they change. When it comes to family, I wouldn't be scared of rejection. It's like if you're gonna reject me, fine, that's on you. But at least I did my part in saying yeah. hi, you know? Yeah, yeah. And I'm I glad did. you did. Well, either way, I did. I was a little nervous, but I did. And she responded as best as I could have imagined. She like, yes. you know, her eyes lit up. And yeah, so we, was... we literally out of nowhere, out of years of being apart in one moment, you know, we're immediately kind of back in each other's lives. Shortly thereafter, um, we kind of like linked up and started talking. I think like a week after we had uh, dinner and kind of just caught up a little bit. Yep. And yeah, that kind of got the ball rolling. It felt, it was one of those weird situations where, you know, you've been away for so long and you expect people to change just like we addressed. 
But and then you just pick up right where you left off. You it was know? super cute. Love was in the air when I saw him. And by the way, the guy that was with me, he was not my man or anything. He was a friend that I actually bumped into the same day, like just a few minutes before I saw Elliot. Talk about um, serendipity, right? What yep. an odd day. But a good one. Yeah. Yeah. Saw him from, uh, knew him from high school. We were chopping it up. And then I saw Elliot. When I met Elliot, though, I was definitely at a different level of my life at, compared to where I was three years ago. So it was so beautiful how everything was coming together for me. I moved to a new place. It's a, a nice place. Yeah. There's so much change. It's a nice place. Um, I think Elliot just, I caught Elliot in such a good time in my life. I think we both did, honestly. And we were almost strangers to each other when we met again. And through getting acquainted, um, we realized that we had a lot of similarities, even though our lifestyles were so different. Uh, at the moment, I'm single. I'm mid-20s, 26 to be exact. And I have never had uh, any children or any relationship that has lasted longer than like three years max. And lo... I was in a serious relationship, uh, one serious relationship for six years or almost six years. And I had two kids uh, within this relationship. So clearly we were in very different parts of our lives. Very and different. Yeah. But what was funny is that regardless of how we got to this point, we've both found ourselves single. And... Yep. Regardless of whether you're a mom or you're a bachelor without kids, being single feels the same for everyone in their own head. Yep. But it doesn't necessarily play out that way in real life. And that's where the interesting conversation started to happen. And quite possibly the inspiration for this podcast, because we realized we're kind of at the same spot in terms of our dating mentality. But wow, the way that we go about it, obviously, she's female, I'm male, we're both straight, let that be known. And, you know, we obviously approach the way we date differently because of those things. But at the same time, a lot of the things we think about and we struggle with are kind of the same. Um, so it is interesting to kind of note those differences, compare and contrast that. And we thought that would make for some really fun podcasting stories. So one of the more interesting conversations that came up when we were first hanging out in that first month of us getting to know each other. We were celebrating our abuelita's birthday party. Yeah, we were at our his parents' house. It and was so great. We were, um, I wanted to tell him about my dating experience and I didn't want to talk about it in front of my kids. So I was like, let's go to the ping pong table. So we go to the <laughs> yeah, ping we, pong table. Yeah, we did table. that like classic cousin move where you like dip out from like the normal yeah. part of the party to go like either talk shit or like smoke weed. But this time we just talk <laughs> shit and not really talk shit, but like, you know, the chisme. I don't smoke, but yes, the chisme. I wanted to fill him in on what's going on in my dating life. So this is how it started. Yeah, that is. So we, we kind of like dipped out a little bit and Lo started dishing out her like... I honestly had no idea what she was going to tell me because she was like laughing to herself. And we were all like, <laughs> do that you know, in a circle. She uh, Every once in a while, you'll probably hear it on the podcast too, but every once in a while, like Lauren will just like smirk and then just start to giggle <laughs> and you just immediately know that she had something at the top of her brain that just tickled her and she'll just laugh out loud so if that happens you know you know what's going on maybe you can shoot her a message on the ig be like yo so what was the uh funny you want to share what was so funny with the rest of us here but anyway she she did her little chuckle and she was like hey i need to tell you something and started telling us about her her recent tinder date i think right it was my interaction 
with a guy that I met on Tinder. We're gonna call him Chris, okay? So yes, Chris. I was telling Elliot, man, I got this date scheduled with this guy, Chris. He's so fine. He's tall. He's fit. He's handsome, and um, you know, good conversation so far. Um, he so what I liked about this guy is that he was kind of he was moving quickly. So he went from messaging on Tinder to then uh, wanting to call me. We hopped on a phone call. From the from the phone call, um, we got the date scheduled. And then we were keeping in touch since then. And so I was telling Elliot, this guy seems pretty cool. Um, I'm not sure what I'm looking for as I'm going on this date. Um, I'm just going with the flow. I'm not ready for a serious relationship. Um, but if anything does come out of this, should he know that I have kids? Which is where I paused for a second because... At, up to this point, I was, like, so stoked for her. I was like, oh, my gosh, that's great. Like, I'm happy that you met someone that's cool and that you find attractive and that is nice and that's treating you well. Uh, you know, at this point, I think we've only, we only were hanging out for, like, two weeks or so. So I didn't really know everything going on or, how, you know, you, I didn't, this was, like, the first time hearing about this guy. So I didn't really know the context of it. But when she stopped and said, so I don't know if I should tell him if I have kids is when I was, like, hard stop, like, she, he's like, what? Ah, <laughs> yeah, I had to stop for a moment because as a guy, and I'm sure for any of the guys who are listening, I'm sure you would probably feel or think the same way I was feeling in that moment, which was like, what? He doesn't know you have kids. And I feel that way, I think needless to say, because again, I do not have children. I've never had children. And um, I feel like I'm quite a ways away from having children. And... If I were in this person's shoes, I feel like I would have wanted to know. Well, so I kind that was kind of my first initial reaction. You find the girl attractive. She's cool so far. You haven't gone on a date yet. You don't know if she has kids or not. But as soon as she throws that at you, you're probably going to (laughs) run. Yeah, and and maybe this is coming from a place of, of, you know, my own bias, but like, yeah, as a me personally, and this is where me not knowing who this Chris was, was really important. But hearing this news, me, I was like, oh, whoa, Lord, like, you got to like, wait, hold on. You didn't tell the guy you have kids, which kind of started this whole like, which kind of started this whole idea for the podcast because she was like, well, I mean, do I have to? And obviously, I'm going to say, like, yeah, of course you do, because this is my preferences, right? Like, this is what I would want, because I'm, That's you know, what, yes, that's you know. what Elliot thinks. So, so we, we kind of got into it. It was like, well, all right, let's think about this. Should you tell them a Tinder date, or a Tinder potential date of personal things like that, right? Like, Well, the date was already scheduled, so the date was happening. Oh, that's what it was. Okay, so then maybe that's why I felt a little more inclined, because there was already some like yes. actual physical like date set that yes, we're Yes, the going date to was already set. On. Right. So it was just a matter of me letting him know, should I or should I not? I mean, I don't plan to get on a relationship with this guy. Right. I don't know him. Right. Like, why am I going to jump to conclusions at this point? Um, yeah, so I, yeah, so I and when she started kind of explaining it in that way, I was like, okay, I, I can understand that, but I think initial shock was like she saw it in my face. I was like, what? My yeah. jaw draw almost dropped to the floor, bro, because I was like, what? like, you're gonna do that to your brother, wild. but no, I get it, I get it, and so that kind of 
God is talking, right? About well, I mean, is it is it is there a is moral issue? Yeah, is it necessary? All these things. And as so, we, as we started to dice it up, I think we started to really kind of uncover that question. I was actually more. telling Elliot that when I see a guy on um these online dating platforms and in his bio he says that he has kids or he's a single dad, I swipe left. <laughs> Meaning that I say nope, which is also ironic and hilarious. To I know me because, because I'm you know we're yeah we're we're <laughs> out here talking about these things. Which honestly, um, she she kind of she kind of acknowledged that when I told her, look, it sounds terrible, but this is the reality of the the world. Um, not very many single bachelors is what we're gonna refer to young men like myself who have never been married. I mean, maybe they have been married, but they're currently unmarried. And have no children. So single bachelors, when we refer to single bachelors in this Age podcast, range, though. So let's say, like, age range young bachelor is probably, like, 30, okay, well, 5, but we don't have or to, younger. Single bachelor can be... You can be 40 in single bachelor. But when we refer okay. to age, we can say young single bachelor. Most young single bachelors, and possibly older single... It, it really depends on the state and the age of the children. Because the, the point I'm going to make is, is this. Most men unless they're at a certain space and time in their life, mm-hmm. are not going to want to care whether it be emotionally or financially for another man's offspring. Yeah, It's just kind of how it is. Now, again, not all men, and it really depends on the guy, especially if the guy himself has had children and knows what that entails and how that changes somebody's life. For the most part, though, men like myself, single bachelors who have never had children are not going to look at that favorably because it, it almost feels like they're starting off at someone else's point in life and right. not their own. So it's to that point. to that I think Lauren did understand me where I was coming from. But in the same token, I understood where she was coming from as a single mom because she knew that men like me or maybe even a little older were not as soon as you saw that on the bio it's like what you were saying as soon as you saw it on the bio you're going to swipe left. You know that that's what we're going to do too. So what yeah. we both realized was that when it comes to how much you should tell people, right? In this world of dating where we have online left, dating, to yeah, we, we, you know, especially online dating, because now in 2021, most of that, especially during COVID happens online in this world of dating where things are handled on the screen, where you can swipe left or right. And you're summed up to five pictures and a bio and a couple hobbies how much of yourself is it really worth putting out there in the world? You know, like mm-hmm. millions of people or thousands of people a day are looking at these profiles, judging you in a minute's time or a moment's time and letting you go or keeping you. But even then, there's a whole game that gets played, right? So, like, it's not the same as if I was at a restaurant and I saw some beautiful girl and I just straight up walked up to her and said, hey, how's it going? My name is Elliot. I saw you from Costa and just started talking to her because then we're actually engaged in that moment in real time reading each other's emotions, mannerisms, and that is such a different, different world than seeing someone on a screen. It's so called we real really life. Realized, it's right, called real life. Real life. <laughs> and so we realized, you know, we kind of came to the conclusion, hey, maybe we shouldn't be so stringent on what we reveal. And I think one of the things we realize is that it all depends on intention. And what we're trying to say by intention is what are you trying to get out of your online dating what is your dating purpose right so for example if 
I'm looking to start a serious relationship. I feel like I'm at this point in my life, which I'm not. This is a hypothetical. But if I felt ready to kind of put myself out there in a way that was a little bit more formal and a little bit more serious and pointed, I would have an issue with that kind of information not being shared relatively soon. Why? Because I feel like I want to know the key concepts of a person so I can figure out whether or not they're even going to be a compatible match, right? Compatibility in terms of lifestyle is something that you can almost look up objectively and say, oh my gosh, well, your work hours are from 8 to 5 and mine are from, you know, 5 to 2 a.m. So like compatible, we're not going to be so compatible because your lifestyle is actually totally opposite of mine. So those are kind of some things to think about. But and then when it comes to like, personality and things like that that takes a lot longer to develop but obviously if you're trying to get in a serious relationship you would kind of want to weed out the lifestyles that you know aren't going to work for you so me coming into this situation wanting a serious relationship i feel like i might be a little bit upset by not having that information as early as possible right i don't expect some girl just come out and say like hey i have kids however there is a way to ask or get that information out of the person. That's true. And that was done to me also without the intention, without wanting this person to know that I had kids. This guy straight up said something that made me... Have to say. Have to say which, that I have which kids. Which is smart on him because yes. that kind of shows where he was at in his head, right? His intention would seem to be a little bit more on the serious side if he's asking you those kind of questions. Mm-hmm. So this, it, it actually goes to prove our point. We realize that when it comes to answering the question, hey, what should you put on your bio, right? What should you put online? What should you maybe even tell people in real life? Like a lot of people like to to ask, so, so what do you do? You know, where are you from? You know, all these like basic interview questions, new interview <laughs> questions right? Um, we realize like it really does depend on both ends of their intent, like both people and where they're trying to get at. It sounds like Chris wanted to at least kind of step into the direction that was like, hey, I want to know about your life so I can know if I can actually like date you, date you, instead of just taking you out. I, on the other hand, if I was just meeting someone for the very first time, probably wouldn't be asking those questions because I am not looking to date you. I'm literally just getting to know you. Looking to smash. Yeah, maybe, maybe. Hey, I I didn't say (laughs) that. Hey, and also, I've had, I've encountered a... um, person who was very upfront with me about that as well and i appreciated that because which is why am i going to waste my time getting ready for all these dates and not knowing what he wants but eventually finding out that he just wants to smash so that's that anyway it goes back to what we were trying to say is like what is your goal when you get on there right and i want to be clear that in experiencing these dates um through these online dating apps i was not sure and still am not sure what my dating purpose is because I'm a beginner at dating. I was single for, I am single for three, so far three years. And I felt like I am at a level right now where I can step in to something, not getting emotionally attached. Um, I feel like I can get into this dating world not getting emotionally attached and being comfortable with talking to multiple guys at once. So I'm a beginner. I'm a rookie, but I feel like I'm mastering the game right now. (laughs) Oh, my gosh. Anyway, more about that later. But what she's trying to get at is that there's actually two 
parts, I think, to what we were saying about intention, right? Is like, she, her intention isn't necessarily to be in a serious relationship. It sounds like her intention is more so trying to understand how she fits into the dating world in general. How about just trying to understand myself more and how I approach right so i guess your intention is actually just to learn just to learn more about myself you actually do learn about yourself when you're dating as well yeah and that's very true and so that would mean that she probably wouldn't and that's probably why you say to yourself well shit if i if i see some guy with kids i'm kind of already swiping left even though you're a single mom in a similar situation because your intention has nothing to do with serious facts of that person's life you're just trying to get to know yourself and i think that that is actually a clear intention too. I guess we could call that the intention of exploration or of learning, yeah, right? We actually yeah. said that. Yeah. So that's where Lauren's intention is. Outside of the hypothetical I just pitched to you guys, uh, like I said, I'm not at all interested in a serious relationship. <laughs> uh, that's just, you know, maybe that's a Gemini in me. I have no idea. But at, at the moment, that's not my cup of tea. And so when I think about the word dating and online, you know, flirting and all these things, I am approaching it from one of two ways. Um, one is just to get out there, like Lauren was saying, just to kind of learn more about myself. I, like I said, I've only had three serious girlfriends. I've had a couple other flings, but all of the girls were different in a way. And it was interesting to see how I kind of molded myself or didn't to kind of adjust to that situation, which I'm not sure I was very happy with when I saw those kind of changes in me. So I would say I'm very much in the same boat of kind of exploration or, to be frank, it's, you know, we're just trying to... So just trying to smash. smash. Um, I would say I'm very much in the same boat. Is like our intention isn't... We're not hitting this, you know, hitting the, the gram or the Tinder or the Bumbles or the hinges or the bars looking actively for a relationship that's just not where we're approaching you don't find them in the bars of the clubs that's true (laughs) (laughs) i mean some people do but that's a whole other oh god yeah i gotta tell y'all one story (laughs) yeah we have some we have some bar stories okay but yeah um but what we're trying to get at is that yes what we realize is that intention is always going to be the first thing that dictates what it is that you're putting on those profiles, what it is that you're sharing with people, right? Like if your only intention is to go and smash, then you will say anything under the sun to accomplish that goal. As shady as that might be, and I know that people might be scoffing and saying, oh, well, how dare you? But both men and women do the same thing. Yep. So let's not get ourselves. We do that <laughs> stuff. We do that shit because sometimes you just, a boy needs or a girl needs what a girl needs. And that's just that. I mean, we're grown folks here. We're grown. But. All right. With that established, we were kind of able to touch back on Chris. And how did that end up working working out? I mean, you ended up telling him. I remember when we were chilling near the, the uh, fire pit. And I was like, you know what? Okay, I'm gonna, just going to slide it in here smoothly through our text message conversation. And so I f- we were talking about, like, um, what we do to keep, keep our sanity, right? Um, and then... I said something like, oh, yeah, I do X, Y, and Z, especially because I do X, Y, Y. I told him, oh, yeah, I do X, Y, and Z to relax, especially because I have two little ones. And I left it at that. Very sly. I left it at that. I didn't try to drive any. I didn't ask any questions. I just left it at that. I sent that statement. And then he messaged me (laughs) back. He was like, oh, how old are they? And then he's like, um, are, are, I think he asked me if like, 
the dad was involved or something. Um, and then he was like, oh, sorry if that's too invasive. And I was like, no, not at all. Yeah, they're from the same dad, blah, blah, blah. So that's how that happened. Um, we went on the first date. From the, the first date, by the way, was a very simple date, but it was cute. Um, we went roller skating and then we had lunch after that. So that was cute. Good conversation. Fine as woo. Okay, I'm gonna calm down. <laughs> he was very handsome, y'all. Like anyway, but second date came out of that. And sh- when should we talk about that second date? Well, I think you should talk about it right now. So obviously, Lo decided she wanted to be honest, which I'm proud of her for. Even though we, I think after we had discussed it for a few weeks. I came to the conclusion that, hey, it just depends on what you want, you know? So I'm not going to judge you either way. Like, you know, I'm happy that you did tell him because at least it kind of meant that you were giving him a chance to know you like in a, in a more real way and, you know, give him a chance to kind of break that ice or break that mold. But, oh, you know, I guess me, that second date was his up. second chance. So. We, we gotta, we gotta backtrack here for a minute though. Um, first off, my thoughts in letting guys know whether I have kids or not is solely based actually i'm just i don't feel the need to tell anyone i have kids um honestly so that's that (laughs) um anyway which is i think fair um so going back to the first date with chris i want to let y'all know how that went down so when i arrived uh, we went skating at the beach right so when i arrived at the beach um he had me waiting like 15 20 minutes legit um he apparently was had his roller skates on and was skating to me so he was i guess pretty distant and when like 10 minutes passed by i was like i'm freaking leaving i was pretty upset um but then he texted me he's like hey or he called me whatever he's like hey i am like eight minutes away i'll be right there i'm waiting he shows up and he's looking like a hot mess, literally. Like he um, looked like he just had a whole ass workout and, you know, I guess he skated to me. I feel so like that's he's just why. trying to go for that like sexy, sweaty man. No, you man. Know, like, he legit. Nah, so I want to. He, that's what I he do, legit you know? worked out. I like, don't shower for like two days Ew. and show up. <laughs> show up, just raise my pits and like, let, you know, I hear that's like a good pheromone. Like. I want to, okay, also the ladies, I want to <laughs> let y'all know what I was wearing too. So I was wearing like a black bodysuit tank top and some jeans and some black boots, right? Like thick heeled boots. And I was like, yo, why did I even wear these black thick heeled boots at the beach? But anyway, so I kind of dressed like casual. I did dress casual, but I didn't dress sporty or like in workout clothes, whereas he dressed in workout clothes. So keep that in mind. I thought, okay, cool, fine. It's fine that you're wearing workout clothes because we are skating. Uh, but <laughs> okay let me get into the more details here what where are we going with this <laughs> hold on the, we gotta let them know the details okay, okay 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 so anyway um oh i remember he, i don't want to expose him too much but i remember he had this backpack and i was like oh my god he gave me this like creative artist struggling type vibes when i saw him <laughs> creative artist struggling and i think actually no struggling creative artist this is this is actually i think 
maybe uh, let me just stop you there i know you're you're going telling your story but i want to chime in with saying i think this actually goes to prove the point why bother telling someone if you have kids it's like this is the first right. time you, you know like <laughs> you know like what's the even the point so i can understand like are you even worth like the whole you know story because i you know at this point it doesn't sound like homeboy was worth even half the story so it was guys but he was so fine i was like whatever let's keep going <laughs> I know, horrible. But anyway, listen, this was my first date stepping into the dating world, okay? So... Hey, you gotta start from somewhere. You gotta start somewhere. And he was fine. So I was like, yes, let's keep this going. So, <laughs> went roller skating, went to lunch. Um, After that, let's let's go forward to the second date now. Um, Well, how did lunch go? I mean, obviously, if there was a second date, I'm assuming it went... Lunch was cool. Okay, yeah, I heard you. I mean, I think I remember you saying you had a good conversation. Good conversation. Um... Oh, wow. She's really letting y'all know the full experience, like shitty clothes, (laughs) sweaty man, hot though. Good combo. Mm. Yes, it was a good conversation. He was actually a Gemini as well, which I thought was hilarious because I was like, yo, I bumped into my cousin recently. He's a Gemini. You're a Gemini. So um, there was definitely a good conversation there. He actually let me know that he did have a child. So that kind of explained maybe why he was more lenient to dating me knowing that I had children. Um, I say he had a child because unfortunately his child had passed. And so, um, you know, he was clearly like, he didn't want to talk about too much, completely understandable. I was like, it's okay. Um, But yeah, it was, it was sad guys. But um, anyway, uh, when we said bye, though, this is, like, one thing I remember for sure, though, that when we hugged, damn! That was I such feel a like good hug. you called me, actually, after that day, and you're like, bro, the hug, though. And I was just <laughs> like, all right, dude, I'm happy for you. You know, I really am. Hard to connect. I, this no. is another little tidbit of information, just random. Uh, your boy doesn't really like physical affection too much, so... No. I, I find it difficult to, you you're know... You're weird. I know. Um, but apparently Lo really enjoyed the hug. So oh yeah, my one of my love languages is physical touch. So anyway, yeah, that hug was nice because I don't know how this happened, but like we hugged to say bye and then like we ended up hugging again and then we hugged a third time. <laughs> so clearly we couldn't stay away from All each right, other. calm down, calm down. I see the steam <laughs> rising from the microphone. God damn. I'm done. Anyway, so moving on to the second day. We got a second date. This was really cute because he actually proposed to um, paint. He proposed? Pa- he proposed to paint <laughs> paint <laughs> at a lake, which was super cute. And um, unfortunately, when I arrived at the location at this lake, the lake was closed. And I was like, hell no i was disappointed because i just wanted that scenery and i didn't want anything else but the lake um and so we had to meet somewhere else to come up with a new game plan oh i wanted him to do it not me um and so a lot of expectations here you know what i'm saying (laughs) for anyone out there listening hopes you gotta think quick on your feet that's what i'm saying but anyway um he he was like, oh, well, we can go to this uh, place that I own. It's right across from my house. And so I thought, uh, I don't know. 
Um, but let's check it out. Uh, somehow, some way, and we were already in, in uh, we were already into uh, an hour on this date. And which, no date had really no date had really yet. Yeah, happened. Yeah. And so when I arrived at that second location that we were gonna check out, I was like, "Hey, I called him. Can you please walk to my car?" He walks to my car. <laughs> oh boy! I know, man. Chopping block time. Oh man! So he's like, "What's up?" He's in my car. I'm like, "Damn, this fine ass." Anyway, so I was like, "Listen, it's already been an hour, and we haven't done anything. I am going to leave." And he said, "This is where man. I insert bomb noise. <laughs> Blew that." out the water listen ladies i was like this guy's wasting my time at this point i got shit to do <laughs> so i know you're fine but damn baby like i can't waste my time though so anyway um savage <laughs> so go ahead and tell him how he responded because this is i think my you know it hurts me but it's also kind of funny he said well you drove out here i at least want to take you out to lunch and I said, Oof. well, I can use a car wash. <laughs> Damn. And that, that's that's really where I was like, dude, this girl is no mercy, bro. That's when I was so stoked to be her family. <laughs> He's like, that's my cousin right there. She take no BS. Oh, Yo, shit. I'm a princess and a diva. She really is. You're going to hear that pop out so much in the stories you tell, in the podcast itself. Shit, if you even follow her IG, you know. She's got a lot of that flair going on, you know. You gotta love her, but it's definitely there. Homegirl legit asked the boy for a freaking car wash. Yes. Oh, He's like, I don't know where there's a car wash around here. I said, I spotted one on the way here. So I was like, get in my car. <laughs> so he gets in my car. <laughs> we get to the car wash. He pays for it. And um, then we go back to the original place, and he offers me a drink. Blah, blah, blah. Um, I realized, though... As he was getting the wine from his car, he had a picnic basket and like he had like, I think, I don't know if it was a bag or he had, I don't know if it was a, um, so he had this like sweet green bag and sweet green is like this salad restaurant place in LA. And I was like, did he get food or does he have just like stuff in there? And I thought, damn, I'm so savage because if he bought food and I'm over here saying... I'm dipping. I'm dipping. I mean, either way, it was oh savage God. as fuck. But, it was you know. savage. But anyway... That's all that, that experience with Chris, I guess. <sighs> yeah, guys. And so after that, um, I didn't hear from him like two days. And I was like, damn, let me tell homeboy that... Let me just acknowledge and appreciate his efforts though, right? I called him. I was like, listen, hey, I know I was upset. Um, we didn't anticipate that late to close on us. However, I just want to say I appreciate your effort. So thank you. And so that's shout it. Out, shout out to Chris for being a nice guy and taking it on the chin. Probably oh wasn't God. easy, you know, to uh, to put in that effort. But hey, that is kind of what we're trying to address here, though, is that there's no harm, no foul. That is kind of the point of going out on dates is to know like, hey, you know, to you were that was like you said, that was your first experience actually going out being invited out, having a guy plan something, even though he, was didn't, so cute, he didn't do though. it too well. But I think when these kind of things happen, I know we're saying, oh, wow, that's so savage, blah, blah, blah. But hey, man, like there's only so much time on the planet. 
we you know we only get one real shot at well at least we'd like for it to be one like time like hey this is a person for me and you don't want to be hasty with that you know it I, it might seem like you're getting picky and maybe you are and that might be a different podcast but when it comes no. to your time when it comes to the efforts that you put in when it comes to character qualities when it comes to intelligence those things you should never bend backwards for those are always things that you should keep at the very top of your list and prioritize so i'm happy that even though it might have been a little sad hold up i also want to say something though to give people context here before i went before i even arrived to the lake i was in the la area and i was like an hour like an hour early 30 minutes away from the lake and he then asked me if we can push like 30 minutes later or 20 minutes 20 30 minutes and that was what like upset me that's like from the jump so mind you keep that in mind he pushed back he asked to push back the date a little bit because he still needed to get like some picnic stuff so i was like ugh, fine you know in my head right so then when I arrived to the lake, you know, and it was closed. I think, I mean, yeah, it's a whole the, I started getting that buildup of like which, getting annoyed. Which I think this also just kind of lies into the universal truth of first, or first impressions, right? Like, yeah. unfortunately, when you don't have context of a human being ever and you're meeting them for the first time, it just ha- so happens that those first impressions are the ones that leave the taste in your mouth that you build off of, right? Some people completely like land their first impressions. Some people don't and then grow into, you know, getting to know you better. It just so happens that when you're on a date and you don't know if there's going to be a second or third date, like these little kind of details are important. You know, you should show up on time. You should be ready. You should be cordial. You should yes, be polite. guys, please. All these things should be kind of no brainers, especially if you're trying to land like adult people who have their life together. You need that. People need that. You know what? And I'm glad this didn't it that happened because honestly, since I've been dating different types of guys, I've realized there is levels to this. There is. <laughs> there is. And so I'm really happy. This is, you know, I think the perfect first date story to start the entire series off with because it has to do with a really new experience in so many ways for Lauren, um, including, you know, having to face the issue of, hey, do I, what do I reveal about myself? You know, what should I take in terms of like, what do I tolerate and what do I not? And so I, I think that was a really good learning experience for you because I think that helped you settle into a, a comfort zone in terms of what your expectations are, or what at least they should be. And um, yeah, for you know, sure. Yeah, I think that was good. So we, we ended up learning, I think both. Lauren and I ended up learning a lot from her from her dating experience and just how that went and also kind of re-solidifying I think kind of the big thing for this podcast was kind of knowing that what matters is where your goals are when it comes to dating if you're just aimlessly going around guess what you're probably going to end up attracting aimlessly going around people. That's just how it goes. Like if you're wandering, that's fine. It's not like it's wrong, but just expect to be finding and attracting wandering people too. Right. Right. Exactly. Exactly. Because if you're asking those tough questions, you're going to immediately repel away the people who don't want to answer the tough questions and you'll attract the people who want to hear those questions and are willing to answer them. So after Lauren's dating experience, we were able to kind of come back together and rehash a lot of the things that we had talked about in terms of dating and how that was going to go, how how much of yourself you should let out, what your expectations should be. And mind you, at this point, and 
you know, hopefully it'll change. But Lauren's the only one actually actively dating. Like I said, <laughs> not trying to get into a relationship. And if I am out there, it's probably just to meet new people or something else. So that's just not where I'm at in my life. So a lot of the experiences firsthand were coming from Lauren. So when she caught done with her date she obviously talked to me all about it and it was just kind of a pumped up moment for both of us like yeah man like you went out you got it i was happy for her because i have nothing to be happy about for myself at the moment but we were stoked man we were like hell yeah i'm mr lonely (laughs) but we were we were stoked for her and we we decided that's how we decided to record actually the very first recording session we had was like pretty much right after your date and we were like, okay, so that's how it went. Like, let's talk about it. But after we finished recording, we were kind of so juiced and pumped. We were like, you know what? Let's, let's go, go out. Yeah, let's go. <laughs> you know what? Like, maybe it's time for me. Me as in me. We were trying to find Elliot. Yeah, I was like, maybe Ash. But, you know, your boy your boy got a little um, a little lost in sauce, as one would say. So as we, one would say. We went out and, you know, the plan was to, you know, obviously go out together, but like, you know, leave some space so that there was no assumptions, right? Because uh, oh, yeah. we are, this happens to us a lot, but like we are similar melanin people. So we're the same color and we're the same age. And it just kind of always looks like when we're hanging out, she's like my wife or my girlfriend, especially when we're out with her little girls. It is just like... <laughs> It feels like it's just a whole thing. So our strategy was to avoid that by like we got of, in there, we walked in yeah, there, and, and we, we walked split. Separate, like separate I went to the right, he the went room. to the left. Yeah. So anyway, the night goes on. You know, I'm doing my thing. She's out like talking to guys, trying to get free drinks and stuff. You know, just doing her best. I don't even honestly. I'm not even sure what I was trying to do. I was just talking to random people, like just all over the place, just moving. And this is normally what I do when I'm out, and especially if I had some to drink, I just turn into like a little wandering penguin. I just like walk around <laughs> and just like poke my head in in a room and like, hey, what's going on here? And then just do whatever I'm doing. So while I'm doing that, Lauren is like trying to juggle like talking to this guy. I think didn't you? You had a funny story within that, right? There was some yes. guy who like came up to you and started trying to holler, and then you just freaking blew him off for his friend like mid-sentence oh my god <laughs> See, this is the we gotta t- i'm talking about bro like that's some shit right there should i share that story yeah that's before we get too. into yeah. the crawling in the yeah, cat so, door so there's two funny things that happen i while i'm <laughs> off wandering god knows where lo's out here jug- juggling men like she she does i guess Man, mind you, um, I was trying to get this one guy off my back because he bought me a drink and he was sticking around and I was like, oh my god, Elliot, come save me, please. Luckily, that guy ended up like going somewhere else. I was on my own at this point and I noticed this very cute guy who was dancing and he was there with two of his guy friends and um, his two guy friends were standing of just like a few feet away from me while this guy that I was checking out was alone dancing. And so um this guy's friend comes up to me. Weapon. This guy's friend's this guy this guy's friend comes up to me and he's trying to start a conversation and he asked me a question and I put my finger up and I said, "One moment, please." <laughs> I said, one moment, please. I walk up to homeboy who I found attractive and is dancing alone. 
they were playing this really good song. You know, I think it was the El Viper song. Beep, 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 beep. It was that song, I think, or something like that. <laughs> I was like, yo, I got to dance to this song, and I think your homeboy's cute. I didn't say that to him, but I just said, one moment, please. And I walked to his friend, and I asked him if he wanted to dance. I was standing there alone on purpose so that the guy that I found attractive would come up to me, but he wasn't. So I was like, you know what? I'm just going to go up to him. I go up to him. I say, do you want to dance with me? He just grabs me, and we start dancing. And his homeboy took a huge L. Bro, I'm sure the sad look on homeboy's face was pretty messed up. But honestly, when I heard that story, too, it's kind of it was kind of funny. Look, I'm going to be honest. This is something that we'll talk about more extensively on the podcast in terms of my, you know, where I'm coming from. But I, one, I'm not usually the guy who does the uh, approach, uh, whether it be on the street or at the bar. Like, I usually, I usually kind of choose, like, a social setting where I'm already kind of familiar with the person. Um, this is not really my style. I also don't know if I'm, like... We're going to work on that, though, guys. Yeah, I, well, I don't know. I don't know if it's, you know, I've, I've tried lately to... Get out more out of my comfort zone. Mm -hmm. But that's not normally how I operate. But I will say that it's always a little funny when, whether it's me or some guy out on the, you know, out on the town or just one of your boys, he just goes and shoots his shot and just, it doesn't happen. It is a little funny. You got to laugh and brush it off. And I'm sure that's what happened to homeboy. But I, I honestly, I laugh too. But I think the universe was the one with the last laugh because at the end of that night, what ended up happening was we ended up getting separated. Um, I don't know where the hell you yeah, were. So I had wandered. I think I had even wandered out of the bar onto the patio and into the other bar, like the neighboring oh, bar. Oh so now I'm just not even in the same vicinity and my phone was dead at this point so that's the start of all not great nights everyone was leaving that everyone was leaving it was time to go home my phone's dead and the best part of all of this is that because out of quote-unquote responsibility i offered my keys to lauren to take care and procure because i know i am a willy-nilly lose it all and will just i am so good at losing something in a moment's notice even in my own room i can lose something like that i just snapped my fingers if you can hear but that's how it goes for me so i was like you know what i'm gonna play it safe i'm gonna give this to my older mature more responsible cousin and she's gonna you know make sure i don't lose my house and car keys all right let's do it we got it so now we fast forward to the night is over your boy doesn't have his phone no way of finding lauren i'm looking everywhere she's looking for me we can't find each other i can't call her she can't call me so at this point i'm thinking i hope homegirl just calls herself an uber and gets home i'm the guy in the situation i guess all that's left to do is tie up my shoelaces and start marching on home so after a few hours <laughs> His Grover ass is walking home. I walk my ass all the way home. <laughs> How many miles was that? It was at least like <laughs> ten, bro. It was all. It was a lot. Um, it wasn't. It wasn't the most pleasant experience. So you get home. I get home. You have no and keys. And I'm so excited because I'm finally. I just get to go to my bed. Like I'll call. I can charge my phone. I'll call it tomorrow. You know. But and then I realize. Oh my god. I gave her my keys and I can't call her because I can't charge my phone. So now I'm outside. And, and at this point, no one was home because the rest of my family was on vacation. So I was like, wow, 
they're all the windows are locked everything was locked except one entrance you guessed it the cat door the cat door it was a dog it's a dog it's door, a dog though, door right it's a dog so door. it's a little i think a cat door is smaller than a dog door, yeah yeah but that's so pretty let's just call it a it's a dog door. it's a dog door but um <laughs> you know i'm not necessarily the skinniest guy out there so anyway i just had a really Hold my breath and hope I didn't get stuck <laughs> and just shimmy right on in there and oh, was able to unlock the door lid. from that from the door from the dog door to, to shimmy the door open and finally got in. And so that's how our first experiment like we we were excusing that night to experiment out in the a real world test, if you will. By the way, that story was a topic of conversation for all of my dates followed by that day. <laughs> Thank you for exposing me. I'm going to 100% use every story from now on, on any date I have, or just in general, just for party stories. Oh I'm just going to use them. But anyway, so yeah, that's how our first official hangout went. It was so much fun. I honestly had a great time, even though it I ended, a little, ended a little bit funny, but we had such a good time. I was so worried that you, I was so worried about you. I was like, oh my God, what if he got mugged? And then I thought, or what if he's just smashing a girl right now? Like, what if he found a girl he's... I would have let you know, but I also, my phone was But your was phone dead. was dead. Yeah, I so have no idea. I was just I'm really guessing happy that I couldn't worried. sleep. You were I... worried about me. That's so nice. I, honestly, I felt really bad about it. But all in all, it ended up being okay. Everything was fine. It was honestly a funny story to tell. And we realized, like, dude, we, I'm so happy we're in each other's lives again. Like, we should be hanging out. And since we then, have we been. actually have been. Yeah, we've done some brunches. We've it's had cute. some, it's some so pretty cute. fun stories that have happened. And we can't wait to share all of those with you guys. But for now, we're going to leave you with that. Thank you so much for listening to this first episode. We're so stoked to have you guys here. And we will be back with you guys next week with our episode two. We're kind of picking up right where we left off. So this episode, we realized that this world is kind of weird with the dating situation. I know everyone's doing the Pinder and the online. COVID is almost over. So hopefully we'll be out there in the real world. But I'm hey, in. there's a lot to navigate. And I think... What we both realize is that intention is key. And to figure out what your intention is, you have to know who you are. And to know who you are, you have to be self-sufficient. So that's the next topic we're going to talk about next week is how Lauren and I decided and realized what self-sufficiency meant to us and how we were going to work on that. So thank you for listening and we'll see thank you guys you. next week. Peace. Bye. Yeah, uh, fuck me. Save it.